0: Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio,
1: where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this?
0: I'm your host BJ, along with my co-host Me Too, and this week we're checking out the sci-fi thriller Night Flyers.
1: So stay tuned to the end to find out when BJ will stop making me watch thrillers.
0: They're exciting.
1: (laughs) They are exciting. Thrilling,
0: even. (laughs)
1: Fine. Beach, uh, why don't you give a brief recap of this pilot episode and let's get into it.
0: Sure. So I suggested this thriller because you are a fan of George R.R. Martin. I love Game of Thrones. He wrote a novella, actually. So outside of his like fantasy realm, he did a sci-fi novella called Night Flyers. And now sci-fi has picked it up and they're making a TV series about it. It's like this mini series event that's going on. It's pretty exciting. And the whole idea is in the year 2093, there's this team of scientists who board this spaceship called the Night Flyer. They believe that there's some alien life form out in the void, which is like at the edge of space. Mm. Although one of the scientists is a little skeptical. And so they're out there to try and communicate with it. And, you know learn about what's going on elsewhere in the universe. And along the way, they also recruit a psychic individual, Thale, who some people are a little worried about having him around because it doesn't seem like he can completely control his powers. You also have the captain who refuses to show himself physically to everyone, so he uses a hologram, which is a little suspicious. A little? You also have the computer, who I'm not sure is a full character, but the computer running the ship is also fairly intelligent, and things start to go wrong when you have a bunch of people alone on a spaceship. Things get a little creepy. There seems to be some supernatural, extraterrestrial force causing people to see things. You really get to a point in this whole episode and probably the whole series where you're like is this happening? Or is someone hallucinating this? Or is someone using psychic powers to make you think you see this? Or are you using the memory machine to like, see what you think you're seeing, but you didn't actually remember that? There's a lot of questions. So me too. With that, <laughs> not very clear summary. Yes. <laughs> what were your first thoughts?
1: Well, I just want to say that your summary was like, pretty emblematic of the show. I don't know that I can have first thoughts. I kind of feel like, when i took <laughs> when i try, when i took a stats class in college that was way above uh my pay grade or whatever and at the end he would always ask us like do you have any questions and clearly no one in the room understood what he had said and so no one had questions cuz like i knew so little i couldn't even ask a question So I feel like that about this, (laughs) I know so little that it's hard for me to have an impression. And maybe that is the impression. Like, was I supposed to have some kind of background knowledge on this?
0: I don't think so. I think one of the challenging things about only seeing the pilot episode is that this show starts with the very end.
1: Yeah, it's very how to get away with murder.
0: Yeah, we open with a fight, murder, attack scene. And then we jump all the way back in time to when this whole expedition started. But even then, we don't see them like preparing it or meeting everyone. They're just like already on the ship. So there are a lot of assumptions you have to make. And I'm sure they're going to drip out the details of everyone's backstory over the course of the series. Mm-hmm. But from the beginning, you just kind of have to pick up the little tidbits that you can.
1: Yeah. That's what's frustrating to me is, I guess, picking up those those tidbits. I've been watching a lot of Binging with Babbage lately, so it makes me think of the little crumbs that are in a pot after you cook something and then you put wine in it and you pick up the
0: frond. Okay, here's another question for you. Okay. So before we watched it, and this is to the listeners, I didn't tell me too much about this show when I suggested it. hmm <laughs> Was this scarier than you expected or was it more just weird?
1: Oh, that's good.
0: What genre would you put this in?
1: Okay, so I would say this is firmly a thriller because I think you are constantly like a little bit on edge because you know that something ain't right. Is a little eye y like is it the computer malfunctioning? Is it the people? Is it some combination of the two? So you are constantly on edge, but for the, my fellow babies, who can't handle any sort of like scary content. I don't think it's a horror. There were just a couple moments that were like squeamish and I certainly had to look away, but I don't think it was scary. I mean, we'll see. I'll check in tomorrow, but I don't think this would like give me nightmares.
0: I think that's fair. It's not very scary. There is some gore. There's blood. So you need to be comfortable with that, but it's not even uh, regularly throughout the episode. It's just sparse scenes of blood.
1: So I have a question for you. You like sci-fi. How does this measure up to other sci-fi? Because the only show I watched, you and some friends asked me to watch, and that was Firefly, and that was fabulous. But that's the extent of my knowledge.
0: Firefly is a good show to bring up in comparison to this, and that you do have that whole space travel, interesting mix of people together. But what I think you're missing is the world building that you get in Firefly, since they are visiting Mm. planets and meeting other people. Mm, Yeah, Here, it's all confined to the Nightflyer spaceship. And so the sci-fi elements are just the premise and the technology we see. So it checks off those boxes for, yes, this is sci-fi, but I don't feel like it gives me that sense of being in another world that I get from other series.
1: Okay, so far, it sounds like neither you nor I are thrilled, let's say, with this pilot. I know you don't like to have me assume your rating. I don't. (laughs) I would say we were both pretty visibly bored um, and confused. We lobbed a lot of questions back and forth. So with this big old preamble, how do you think this show would work alternatively? My proposal, I think it could be a cool reality show. I would love to see six people in space. Stop being nice. Start getting real. Because then when you don't have the world building of Firefly, it's time to do the world building of that ship. We saw a little bit of that with a little bit of catfighting, a little bit of uh, sexual activity. But if you just cranked that up, like if you put Row Houses of Atlanta, if you put that cast in space, I would watch the hell out of that. That's my alternative proposal.
0: That is... Very creative. I think that would get a lot of ratings.
1: Oh, can't you like go to space? I mean, I
0: know you can go. Humans have been to space, (laughs) me too. so dumb.
1: No. (laughs) Okay, I need you to edit that out. What I'm saying is, could I get some floating housewives? Yes. Oh, you know what? They did do that on The Bachelor. Oh, that was gross. She vomited into a bag and then he kissed her after she vomited. Uh, We're very far off topic. Okay. Are there any alternatives or suggestions that you would have for this show?
0: Sure. I think I would remix it with two major changes. Okay. So the first, I would stop with the flash forward, flashback thing. Oh, yes. Looking through that one Carl guy's memories. Mm -hmm. I would just say have a linear timeline, maybe even start a little bit earlier to see the setup of Who decided, let's all go on this ship and meet an alien? Nice. So that's the first change. The second, I would get rid of part of the thriller aspect. So it seems like there's two major thriller possibilities where it's either a psychic guy is causing everyone to turn on each other or some invisible force we haven't seen. Or I guess a third, or the computer. Mm -hmm. And I think they should make it clear to the viewers from the get-go, which one it is and just stick with that. Like, I'm cool with a psychic guy ruining everyone. I'm cool with the evil computer ruining everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with a space ghost ruining everyone. But I want to know and I want to just watch that entity cause Uh, drama on the ship.
1: That's a really good suggestion because this isn't quite a spoiler, but the show literally opens with a murder and some Mm -hmm. indication that like everything on this ship has gone awry. So just Mm -hmm. the flash forward, literally the first minutes of the show are this traumatic event. So that without anything else is so frustrating because I feel like I was just watching the whole show to get back to that moment.
0: Exactly. You're waiting for clues to explain what happened and what led to that. And we still don't know.
1: Whereas it could be interesting to already know, to either have a straight up linear show or to already know who done it. Because then it's mm-hmm. almost like a messed up version of a caper movie or a heist movie where you see the build up to that moment.
0: Yeah. And you can have suspense. Are they going to get caught? or mm-hmm. someone else going to figure it out? Like that could be interesting.
1: Yeah. They did that on that remake of another remake on Netflix that was in space. So it kind of makes me think of Lost in Space where we know the villain is this kind of deranged woman and we just see how far will she take this
0: i think that's a good word villain we don't know who the villain is Mm -hmm. and i think that is kind of the problem and what's making it hard to connect or care and why we're feeling a little lost because it's not clear who's good and who's bad and i mean people like clarity
1: yeah that's true the only perfect character is that gorgeous woman who plays that perfect specimen i refuse to believe she is the killer
0: Oh, so Melantha is this genetically engineered human. She is made to be perfect and she is like built for space travel. So she was literally like, in a sense, designed for this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who Me Too believes has to be a good person.
1: So in the show, she's played by a black woman, Jodie Turner-Smith. But you said in the movie, she was white.
0: Yeah, So there was actually a movie adaptation of this novella in the 80s, and they cast uh, Melantha with a white actress. Although if you actually read the description of her in the book and ask George R.R. Martin, she was always a black woman. But at that time, he wasn't like famous enough to kind of push back on that casting decision.
1: Mm -hmm. I would love to see uh, who could push back on Game of Thrones because I love that show. But there's not very interesting black characters.
0: That brings up another interesting bit of trivia related to George R.R. R. Martin. He has limited involvement with this series because of his contract with HBO due to Game of Thrones.
1: Well, he made the right bet. I think <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I mean I mean not just saying because of HBO's, I mean because of Game of Thrones insane uh success or HBO I assume having bigger budgets than Sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it, it was the better story to adapt for a TV show.
0: Yes. HBO chose correctly.
1: Yeah. Today's show is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free and start listening.
0: You know, I had mixed feelings about this Nightflyer sci-fi thriller, but I really do want to know more about this story. So I thought, why not check out the audiobook? Luckily, Audible has the original Nightflyers novella and the current re-release. I'm actually really excited to explore these futuristic alien worlds that George R.R. Martin created.
1: And if you've already listened to Nightflyers or you weren't into it, but you do love Game of Thrones like me, remember you can select any Game of Thrones audiobook or any other book of your choice for free.
0: To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash pod for your free audiobook. So me too. I think there's some interesting characters that have potential. So okay. for me, I think Lamy, the cyberneticist, mm-hmm. could be really interesting. So she's able to literally like physically plug into the computer on the ship. And her consciousness seems to go into the computer.
1: Is she human?
0: I believe she's like, at least was born human and then modified Mm. to have that ability.
1: Is Melantha human?
0: Yes. She is just like engineered.
1: Oh, interesting. Of like biological material.
0: Yeah. So just like best qualities of human.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. And so what do you think the deal is with the captain being so reclusive?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I think he's like dead and the computer is just lying to everyone.
1: You think so? Oh, that would be juicy. No, I feel like somebody at some point had to show up, right?
0: I think he was like, the hologram we see is based off a real person. That's what I think.
1: Kind of like um, iRobot. I know I keep talking about it, but <laughs> I I I guess iRobot bit the plot of this whole movie because I bet I bet just like how an iRobot it was a uh, Siri or whatever her name is Vicky, it's gonna be the AI of the ship.
0: You think Nightflyer the ship is the the villain?
1: I do think Nightflyer is the villain, plus maybe some kind of like sentient alien thing because mm-hmm. i just i don't think i don't think thale is the villain because he's knocked out for some of the stuff that's happening he mm-hmm. is very powerful but he clearly has compassion for this woman and i and mm-hmm. everything we've seen him do every time he's acted out it's 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 in retaliation to something whereas the people that we've seen be attacked by we're not sure yet. It's like they're just minding their own business and then all of a sudden, boom, trauma.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I also think Dale is not the villain. He has a good relationship with Dr. Matheson. She's known him a long time. So I, I think Dale has a lot of potential, but I feel like they're not using him well. You know, psychic powers are cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, every scene with him in it was more interesting. And the show also ended on such a weird note. Like, he was in it a little bit. That was the most interesting part. Yeah. I felt like the show took 49 minutes to get interesting, and then in the last two minutes was interesting. And then they were like, uh, oh, that's it.
0: Yeah, we've got all of this mystery and misdirection and jump cuts, and then all of a sudden, action, 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 Black.
1: To the point where the action confused me because I was still in the mindset of jump cuts. So we both kept asking each other, is this really happening or is this someone's imagination or is this the future, or is this the past? Yeah. I I, yeah, I I, wasn't even in the right frame of mind to receive uh, fun sci-fi action.
0: Yeah, you know two movies, these aren't TV shows, but movies that have good sci-fi action. What? One is the very underrated push starring Chris Evans before he was Captain America. Uh And it's all about people with psychic powers. Hmm. And the other is The Fifth Element with Mila Jovovich. That's a good sci-fi movie.
1: The Fifth Element is fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's how you do people in space.
1: Yes, agreed. I've never seen Gravity that has good reviews. So maybe that's a good one too. I think anything Sandra Bullock does, she does well. So you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to put my head out there. I'm I'm a vouch for gravity having never seen it comfortably.
0: That's bold.
1: <laughs> I just trust her. She speaks German.
0: Do you have any final thoughts on Night Flyers?
1: Um Sandra Bullock speaks German? Cool. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into th- our ratings for Sci-Fi's Sci-Fi series Night Flyers.
0: I'll go first. My rating is I would not watch again. One thing our listeners should know about uh, about me is that I don't mind spoilers. In fact, I actually like spoilers. I'm the one who's trying to figure out what's happening in the Marvel movies the night before it premieres. Slash, I know a lot that happened in Aquaman already.
1: Don't tell me, listeners, BJ and I are are watching on Saturday.
0: (laughs) But I can't find a good summary of the entire story of night flyers whether it's the movie that already aired in the 80s or the original novella and because of that i can't make a judgment call on whether or not i would like this Ah. and these one hour episodes are a big commitment and i just need more information before i'm willing to make that leap Hmm. so i'm just not going to watch it i would not watch it but with the asterisk little caveat if I later read a full plot synopsis on Wikipedia yeah. when it's like done airing. Maybe
1: like a month or two.
0: Maybe I'll casually come back to it.
1: Interesting. I know you like spoilers, but I didn't realize you use them to help you determine whether you'd watch the whole thing.
0: If a premise doesn't like click with me, then spoilers help me make the decision.
1: Hmm. Yeah, spoilers help me try a couple more episodes of Forever. Okay, so for my review of this series, I would also say would not watch again. Aw. I know, I feel bad that we're both would not watch again, which is why I'm in explanation mode. Not because I feel like this was just awful, but I think based on this pilot, I wouldn't watch more episodes. And like, there are pilots that are bad and then later episodes are good. I mean, Parks and Rec's whole first season was not wonderful. And yet, after that, it was the perfect show. So, mm-hmm. it's possible that it gets better, which is why I wouldn't like actively advise against watching more. Mm-hmm. I also read some just like general reviews of the show, and a lot of people said it was like a run of the mill sci fi show for them. Mm-hmm. And so, similar to how I watch so many sitcoms and comedies and r- rom com movies, just because I like that content, if you just like run-of-the-mill sci-fi stuff then i don't think this show is like horrible that you wouldn't enjoy it but i think based on the pilot uh, yeah i wouldn't watch any more episodes i would maybe read the rest of it i do that with like scary movies that i'm too scared to watch but i want to know the story so maybe Mm -hmm. i'd read the rest of the show but that's it
0: yeah or maybe we'll check out the novella
1: yeah, true.
0: So if you want to get recommendations on other shows that are not just run-of-the-mill sci-fi, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people find us, and it gives us confidence.
1: You build us up. You are the wind beneath our wings. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot podcast and you can send show suggestions feedback other shows you want us to review to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com and be sure to check us out on wildfireradio.com. thanks for listening
0: bye